Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast where we major in the wager podcast episode number 305, the Brooks Robinson episode. I'm joined by Darth Wager in this one, and we discuss the NCAA championship game between Texas Tech and Virginia. And then we go into the PGA's first major of the year, the Masters, and we discuss the field and who we like coming out of that and whose odds we like the best, actually. And then we finish up with some Major League Baseball picks for week three. Already week three of the Major League Baseball season, although that first week was kind of an abbreviated week. Remember, you can contact me with any comments and questions at jeffreybelanger8 at gmail.com or hit me up at Twitter at Coach Belanger. Don't forget, MyBookieAG. Go to MyBookieAG and uh, place a wager or two on maybe some Major League Baseball, some golf, the NCAA tournament tonight, and use that promo code DARTH at checkout and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show when you do that. Remember, go to MyBookieAG. You play, you win, you get paid. That promo code is DARTH. And all our picks, we put them on the website. Darth Wager does a nice job setting up those. And uh, we have Major League Baseball picks page. We have uh, Basketball page. And we have an Amazon banner ad there. You click on the Amazon banner ad, you buy yourself something nice on Amazon through the website. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And don't forget I'm an author. The Ali Armini series, Code Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You go those directly from the publisher, thewordverb.com. And uh, if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device for absolutely free. Let's get right to it. Podcast number 305, the Brooks Robinson episode. Garth Wager back after a one-week hiatus. We get the Brooks Robinson episode, third baseman, the, the Great Wall of China for the Baltimore Orioles back in the late 60s, early 70s with those championship teams. How's it going, Darth? Talk about walls here in America, Jeff. <laughs> My bad. I was talking about an old wall, though, like the Great Wall of China. Oh. So not. Well, any... just the wall down, that's fine. Everyone can enter freely. All right. So the, the only thing that didn't, nothing exited the infield with with Brooks Robinson and Mark Belanger on that left side. It, it, nothing left the infield. Does that be? A, that's kind of like a reverse wall, right? Oh, boy. I think the Baltimore Orioles didn't have to pay much for that wall, though. <laughs> no, they didn't have to pay much at all. Did they Did they ask any foreign entities to pay for the wall, though? <laughs> um, I don't know, but I hear the, I hear the Blangers work for pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think everybody in baseball worked for pretty cheap in the late 60s, early 70s, before Kurt Flood uh, opened the proverbial floodgates for free agency. Uh, so. Hey, Look at our walls and gates, but all. Yep. Too many, too many uh, double entendres. Yep. So, uh, NCAA tournament final four, first game was a thriller, Virginia and Auburn. I thought Virginia had the, I thought I was going to get the, the, at least the cover with Virginia, and the under. I picked them to go over. I didn't think that was in play. I could kind of get the feel for that. And then Auburn, a massive comeback. And then six points in eight seconds, and you're like, oh, ugly. So how do you feel about the double dribble no call, former basketball coach that you are? Look, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I was at a family party, and I only caught, I caught like the last, the first five minutes of the 
second half. I missed everything up until the guy got called for the uh, foul shot. And then my guy, my guy, goes to the foul line and drains all three. So, the, the double dribble, the ball bounced off his foot. The defender never touched it. He picked it up and started dribbling again. I can't blame the referee for that. That's a really funky play. It was hard to see. I know there's three of them on the court. And I, I just I don't see how a referee can make that call. It, it was kind of like odd, very odd, very strange. It definitely a foul at the end. Auburn can't cry about that. Definitely hit his legs. Definitely impeded on him landing. Um, do you want do you want replay in college basketball? Like like the referees can throw a uh, throw a flag, and so they can replay any call. Do you think anybody on the Auburn bench could actually catch that that was a double dribble? Not the way they're seating uh, for the tournament. Not the way they're seeing. Not in a gully for the tournament. The the court's raised up. Oh, right. Yeah, it makes it even harder to see, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the seating's way low. You're not getting a good view unless you're the head coach. Yeah, that's a. I don't even like replay altogether. I wish they'd ban it from every sport. It slows down the the flow, slows down the tempo, uh, especially in basketball games. I can't stand when they're checking for out of bounds plays and stuff like that. Just, I don't know. Just live with the First, human error. Really double dribble. The guy would have missed one of his foul shots. Right. Uh, so the interview after the game, they're like, Tracy Wolfson, I have to ask, were you confident going up to the line when you, when you shoot those three free throws? He's like, no, I was absolutely terrified. That's hilarious. That was That's great. Yeah. He goes, I was absolutely terrified. And then, uh, uh, Bennett just like started laughing and smacked him on the butt. Like that's hilarious. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Dude, I could, I could believe the first foul shot he took. He took like one dribble and like quick released it. Like he was gonna gonna get blocked. I'm like, holy shit, this guy is tight. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, who do you who do you like between Virginia and Texas Tech? Do you like a side? Do you like a total? What what do you what do you lean in towards? Virginia. You like Virginia? They're only minus one and a half. Team of Destiny thing going with them, you think? I think it, I, I just think it's a Cinderella story, even though they're number one. It's a Cinderella <laughs> story from last year where they got knocked out in the first round. Uh, the, 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 the total is 118. And you're talking about the number one rated defense and the number five rated defense in the NCAA. And I think that the offense isn't bad for Virginia. They're number three and uh, I'm going by Ken Pomeroy ratings as well. And Texas Tech is 28. So it's not exactly bad offense, but they both play a very slow, methodical pace. Uh, Virginia uh, in the top 10% for slow pace, and and uh, Texas Tech is in the top third of slowing the, the ball down. Uh, I, I actually like the under 118 rather than a side. I just I, I feel very risky betting on Virginia. Uh, they're absolute uh, roller coaster ride. The spread is one and a half. 
I guess I'm with you. It's like a Cinderella story after lo- losing as a number 16. I might buy the half point and make it one point and be sure that I at least escape with a uh, with a uh, with, with a push if they win by one. So you're thinking to hit the under it's going to be like a 60-58 game. Yes. Less than that. I think it's low 50s. 51, 52. I wouldn't even be shocked to see one team in the 40s. Two very good... There's two very, very good defensive teams. So, and it's late in the season. Uh... They got one day rest. I I realize it, but it's been a grind all year. Uh, so I I think that makes a difference as well. The under hits a lot, especially in Virginia games. So so you just got Virginia. You're not taking a total. You think they were preparing for Michigan State? Who uh, Virginia? Yeah. I don't think they prepared for anybody other than that first game. I think they did all their preparation yesterday for each other. That would have been a wise thing to do. Yeah, the, the Connecticut and um, Kentucky game was 60-54. Other than that, that'd be the lowest to- total since Connecticut Butler, 53-41, like you said. My memory today. That's pretty good. So there's in the past ten years, only two uh three totals have been that low. Uh Duke Butler sixty one fifty nine and that that's not even that low. That's one twenty. Uh you got uh Yukon Kentucky and you got Yukon Butler. Yeah, good good call by you, Dan. Way to way to do that while you're driving in a rainy Monday in Connecticut. Good for you. Sound like I even got to look it up. <laughs> All right, so before we get to the Masters, the first major of the year, uh, don't forget to go to my bookie AG, sign up. You can bet on the Masters. You can bet on the NCAA tournament. You can bet on baseball. We'll get the baseball in a little while, and. Uh, it's really easy to get paid out. Use a little Bitcoin. You can get Bitcoin through Coinbase. It, it's really easy to get the money out. I've done it. And uh, use the promo code DARTH at checkout, and you get a 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000. So if you put in 100 bucks, you're going to get $50 of free play money to bet with, too. So you increase your bankroll a little bit that way. So go to my bookie AG. All right, the Masters. I got I to gotta email DARTH. I got an email for the Masters first. We got Oliver from Oliver Hobart from Australia. He's a golf fan. Decent picks for the PGA Championship. John Ram looked like a winner until he almost killed someone and showed zero remorse. What's that phrase you say? Karma cops? Put another put another one away with that move. What's your Masters pick? I what do I, I I do use a uh, a word like a verbiage about karma, karma killer or something like that. Do, do I say something like that, Darth? I've never heard of karma cops. I've never heard of karma cops either. But you might be right, uh, Oliver. Like the karma cops showed up when John Ram 
hit the ball at the PGA Championship, almost killed a dude, hit him square nuts in the chest, and the dude was, was like, dude should have been standing there. Like, the karma cops were all over him for the, that one. Uh, and, and he kind of fell apart in the PGA Championship after that. Yeah, you are correct, Oliver Hobart. I do not use karma cops, but I like that saying. I might use it from now on. <laughs> uh, I'm going to actually I'm gonna pick that up from now on as well. So thank you, Oliver. Uh, so my when I pick, I like to pick a long shot, a mid-range guy, and a favorite to win. Uh my long shot is this guy, Cameron Smith, from Australia, Oliver Hobart. How, how convenient. Uh, he looks like our cousin Ethan, by the way, Dan. Uh, oh, you got to go with it. A 25-year-old cousin Ethan. He has one tour victory, the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. That's why he's in the Masters, because you have to have at least one tour victory. He's got decent length off the tee. He's very strong putting inside of 10 feet. And he's a big fan of the Brisbane Rugby. Uh, club the Broncos. Uh, he, he's at the same name as Australian national rugby team captain Cameron Smith. You know how I'm a rugby fan. A lot of my basketball players go on to play rugby in college. Uh, so his odds are plus eight thousand. I also teach rugby and phys ed, so I'm a big rugby fan. Uh, for those of you who don't know that and that listen to the podcast, uh, so Cameron Smith is my long shot at plus eight thousand. Uh, Darth, who do you have? So, how much of a long shot do they have to be to be a long shot? Uh, I would say over five, plus five thousand. So more than fifty to one. Yeah. All right, Siwoo Kim. Siwoo Kim. I can't even find him on the list. Is he alive? He is. He's plus ten thousand. Siwoo Kim plus ten thousand. I'm not even going to ask you if you know anything about him because I know you don't. That's like that's almost as bad as Joel picking Fuzzy Zeller every year. Well, I just figured he'd go well with my next pick. All right, all right. So Fuzzy Zeller, by the way, is I think the oldest uh, first-time winner of the Masters. Um, all right, my mid-ranger. He's he's plus. He's kind of close to a long shot. Uh, Matt Kuchar. Uh, he is plus 4,500. He has four top 10 finishes this year. He's got pretty good odds at plus 4,500. Uh, two PGA wins this year, the Sony Open and the Maya Kobe Classic. The last three years, he has a top 10 finish in at least one major each year. He's not very long off the tee, but he's the best on tour in greens and regulation. So I don't think he's going to hurt himself. Uh in the tournament because he's always going to be around the green. He's going to need to putt better than he has this year to win it, though. At age 40, it's not helpful. Most Masters winners, unless you're like an absolute like elite golfer in history, think Tiger Woods, uh, think Phil Mickelson, uh, think Jack Nicklaus, you usually don't win over the age of 35, I believe. Uh, and I don't believe he ranks in the all-time list of great golfers. But I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a flyer with him as my mid ranger at plus forty five hundred. So who who do you got for your second uh, golfer, your mid ranger, Darth Wager? Hideki Matsuyama. Hideki Matsui. The no, base- not the New York Yankee. The baseball player. No, not the baseball player. 
By the way, we pick him every year because I think we just like using that joke of Hideki Matsui. Okay, all right. So he's plus 3,300 to win. All right, my winner of the Masters this year, I'm going with Ricky Fowler, the 2019 Waste Management Phoenix Open champion. He has five career wins. He was second at the Masters last year. He won the Players' Championship at Sawgrass in 2015, which I consider a fifth major. He's really long off the tee, 32nd in distance this year, 37th in greens regulation, so it's pretty good being around the green. He's ninth in birdie, so I think he can make some shots down the stretch if he's down a stroke or two. He's, he's okay putting inside of 10 feet, so I like the strong driving. I like the accuracy. I think he pops his majors cherry this year, and I have him at plus... 2000 on my bookie AG, but his, his odds have decreased. I'm looking at Bavada right now. He's plus 4,500. Uh, oh, no, he's not. Hold on. Let me find him. Where is he? Oh, man, I can't. Ricky Fowler's plus 1,800. It dropped a little bit. Ricky Fowler's at plus 1,800. So his his chances have dropped a little bit, uh, have gotten better. So who's your who's your major winner, Darth Wager? McElroy. Rory McElroy, solid pick. That that was that's not bad thinking. Uh, and he he's been playing very well as well. So uh, I do not believe he's of Asian persuasion, though. No, I'm taking all foreigners, though. Okay, took all foreigners. I got I got two United States and and one uh, Australian. All right. All right, so let's get to Major League Baseball picks. I got a couple for Monday, uh, one for Tuesday. And uh, don't forget to go to JeffreyBelanger.com. We have our Major League Baseball picks page. We have a we have a basketball picks page. Our basketball pick for the NCAA tournament will be there. I've been laying low in the NBA. Darth Wager's been laying low in the NBA because it's really tough to, con- to consider who to pick when teams are tanking in the last week or two here and teams are some teams are fighting for position uh, seeding purposes. Some are just sitting in and resting their guys. So I've been kind of I'm I'm going to hop hop back on the NBA train once the playoffs start. But I'm kind of staying away uh, the end of the season here. But go to my uh, JeffreyBelanger.com. We have the Major League Baseball picks page. Our picks will be there. Our basketball picks are there. Click on the Amazon banner ad. Buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to support the show at no additional cost to you. I got a I got a email from Sean from Framingham. He's a Red Sox fan. More disappointing, the Sox or Cubs? He has the Sox or Cubs in all uppercase letters. I have hit the panic button. I'll let, I'll let you answer. First, Darth Wager, have you hit the panic button with uh, with the uh, with the the Cubs and the Red Sox? All West Coast, an all West Coast trip, where even 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 though you're all on the West Coast, you literally have to fly like a four hour flight to get to your next game. Yeah. No, I haven't hit the panic button yet. No, I have not hit the panic button. The Cubs and Red Sox are the only teams that haven't played a home game yet. We're recording this Monday morning. In the Red Sox, I'm not even sure they get the game in today. Uh, 
or their game in this any games this week. It's supposed to rain all week in New England. Uh, I'm not worried about the Cubs. I'm not worried about the Red Sox. I can't. I don't think you judge them. They haven't even played a home game. Uh, and they're, they're, they're the last two major league teams to play home games. Uh, and ironically, the weather was actually pretty decent on the weekends. Uh, both teams could have played in fairly reasonable weather um, for early April games. I know why they don't schedule them early at home. Uh, afraid of really cold weather and snow, it's miserable. But there's the disadvantage of starting on the road with an 11 game road trip for the Red Sox. Uh, you start out three and eight. They won one nothing yesterday though, and I did a live in game betting on the Red Sox, the Brewers, and the Cardinals, and cashed in because my picks have not been good, and I was able to uh, to win back some of my uh, poor play this week in Major League Baseball. Again, I am. I do not get a feel for the season until May. And, and and I started using your Darth Wager theory a little bit early with the Cincinnati Reds. I have not started using it yet. <laughs> and the Cincinnati Reds have rewarded me by losing six straight in the most agonizing fashion. Uh, one run losses, two run losses, extra running losses. And I'm progressively betting right them. I'm probably going to have to split split them uh, with my Monday picks and, and pick the Pirates to lose. And 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 kind of ride some of these other teams and kind of split that up. Uh, split. You know what sucks about you know what sucks about picking. You better hope the Cubs win today because your Pirates series is against the Cubs, and you know you're not going to get favorable money lines. Yeah, the odds aren't the odds are not bad. And actually, I did, I did my research like I normally did with starting pitching and stuff like that. And I actually. I actually like the Cubs. It's only minus 125. That's my first pick. I'll lead off with it. Uh, my first pick is uh, I got the Cubs in the under. Uh, the under is 7-2 and two in the last nine home starts uh, versus the Pirates uh, for John Lester. The Cubs are 6-1 and one in the last seven starts for John Lester against the Pirates. Uh, Lester threw really well in his first two starts of the season. And the Cubs are almost hitting 300 against Jamison Talion. I'm taking the Cubs in the under today uh, on Monday as one of my Major League Baseball picks. D- Darth, do you have any Monday picks for us for Major League Baseball? Well, I'm taking the Cubs as well. Oh, that! Why are you trying to put the screw OG on me, man? What, what? You know that? You know what happens when we both lean the same way? All right, five. I, I will take the Cubs. <laughs> I'm taking the Cubs because they're on a four-game win streak. All right. The other, the other series I'm looking for is uh, the Dodgers, St. Louis. Yep. I don't want to pick. I don't want to pick with the Dodgers right now because they're riding a five game. So I'm going to wait for them to lose a game. So I'm going to take a game in that series. Okay. Phenomenal. Bet the over. They're averaging eight and a half runs per game this year. Yeah. Um. The other game I'm taking Oakland over Baltimore, even though they're both on a. Three and four game losing streak. I think Oakland will beat Baltimore. And then uh, I'm not touching the Yankees Houston game. They're both lying three game streaks. But I will take a, a Yankees game at some point in that series. So I talked about this last week on the pod you weren't on. Uh, Francesa, Mike Francesa, WFAN, has his Francesa theory, which is the total opposite of Darth Wager theory. You like picking against teams on streaks because the streak's going to end. And Francesca's theory is totally opposite. You bet teams on streaks. And he was kind of like laughed at in the gaming industry 
um, as the, that was one of the most ridiculous things to, to bet on. And you, so I guess your theory is kind of well respected among uh, those that play wagers every once in a while. It's funny because I've, I've heard the opposite too. I've heard betting against losing streaks is also not the greatest theory as well. Yeah. All right, so I have one other game on Monday. By the way, the over-under in the Cubs game has not been posted yet. I think they're probably waiting on a weather forecast. Uh, my other game is the Braves are at the Rockies. The Rockies have lost a bunch in a row to the Dodgers. That might have been another team I was riding lately, the Rockies. But I am taking the under in this game. The The, the total is 10.5, and, and the under – is 26 and 5 in Kyle Freeland's last 31 home starts for the Rockies. That's pretty good percentage. Uh, Julio Tehran, the last three years, has been very good on the road. Two starts at Coors Field, 11 innings, no runs, a 184 batting average against. So I'm taking the under at 10.5 runs in the Braves Rockies game on Monday. Uh, Darth, do you have anything for Tuesday? I have one Tuesday pick. What do you got? I told everyone the series to look at already. Um, Tuesday, I might switch it up and add a couple more games. The other series I'm looking at is Seattle-Kansas City. Um, Kansas City's on a six-game slide, but it's too early in the season to use the wager theory, as Jeff's proving over and over again. So, uh, Well, you just, se- you, of- you just segued for me, Darth Wager. My game is Mariners at Royals, and it's part Darth Wager theory and it's part Coach Belanger theory, Jake Junis is a very good pitcher for the Royals. Uh, Royals are on a slide. The Mariners have been very good. They're, I believe they're 8-1. Jake Junis, two starts versus Seattle, 102 batting average against. Marco Gonzalez pitching for the Mariners, 15 innings. He's given up 10 runs and a 333 batting average the last three years against the Royals. I'm taking the Royals on Tuesday to break that slide, give me the Royals on Tuesday. So it's part Darth Wager's theory, part my theory. What could go wrong, right? Well, the only thing that could go wrong is Kansas City wins on Monday, and then all of a sudden you're picking Kansas City for a two-game winning streak against Seattle. It was red hot. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, all right, way, way to punch the holes in my, in my pick. But that's okay. Let's hope for the Royals to lose on Monday. So... There you have it. That's podcast number 305. Darth Wager, you got anything else to add to the Goodman podcast? Uh, if you bet against the Yankees these last couple weeks, there's been like minus 451 money lines, and they've lost. So if you're a Yankee hater and you bet against them, you're making some money so far this year. Yeah, you haven't been making money if you're following our picks yet. Again, I say wait till May for us. Uh, last week, I was down 4.3. 3.55 units. Darth was down 4.75 units. Darth went 4 and 7. I went 6 and 9. So, but those picks always get better. We, we always will end up around 59%. It's time to hop on the wagon train. It's going to happen. We're going to be around 60% picking games. So, there you have it, everyone. Hope everybody enjoys the start to the work week. Enjoy the NCAA championship game, the last college basketball game of the season. For us high school basketball coaches, it's awful. Yeah, Not awful, but you got two grinding, slow-tempo, defensive-minded teams, and everybody in the world's on a copy of them now in high school basketball, and we're not going to have 
the fast-paced run-and-gun type stuff going on. It's it's going to be annoying. Uh, except if you're one of my players because we're going to keep running and gunning. <laughs> so there you go. Everybody enjoy start of their work week. <laughs>